everyone and welcome back to the podcast. So it's been a couple of days, several days since I took time off and now I've come back with renewed vigour and energy. I think we're also going to start um, a drinking game whereby you take a shot every time I say the word energy or energised. Um, anyway, so I just wanted to, I guess, share some of the things that I've been thinking about, any small increments of progress that I've made, um, and hopefully it'll be interesting. So right now, um, I can happily say that I've continued feeling um, better about my direction in every way. So in terms of my thinking and my solutions, I feel like it's just elevated in terms of the breadth of my thinking and yeah, um, solutions, also in terms of the depth of them and also on the scale. So I've been looking at things quite differently, potentially, you know, the same kind of issues that I'm looking to solve, but I've become a bit more expanded in my perspective in the sense that I'm looking at some very smart tools to be able to solve problems instead of a more basic, um, intuitive solution. So I'm looking at maybe how technology can be leveraged in a more um, effective way, in a way that can be a bit more commercial and as such more sustainable. So in general, I feel a bit more in tune with my mission and my value. And because my mindset has been expanded a bit, it's also given me a bit more confidence because the more you know, I guess the more confidence you can probably have because there are more possibilities open to you. Now, that's not necessarily always true, but most of the times it is. So that's been good. Um, some other things that I thought I'd share are kind of my less orthodox way of thinking and working. And I guess more specifically, it's on how strangely, how strangely I plan things. To give you an example uh, of what I mean, I found myself acting very impulsively in my work recently, especially after some time off. Sometimes your mind just wants to go in several different directions at once. You will read something interesting and then that takes you down a rabbit hole and then you look at one organization, uh, you look at their Twitter and then they tweeted, retweeted some other organization that sounds great and exactly what you seem to be looking for. And then you stumble across another profile who um, is extremely internationally recognized in that exact area and then you know you can just lose yourself in that for a bit and that's what happened to me recently instead of feeling like I shouldn't be using that kind of method I embraced it now I don't know whether I would do that every day I really doubt it but I thought I'd just run with it because it has really helped me tap into that passion again. And what happened to me in the past when I did, th did this, and one of the mistakes that I did make 
maybe three weeks ago was the fact that I didn't really log what I did. So because I did that, I also wouldn't really have an idea of what I'd done that day and I'd finished the day feeling a bit dejected. Now, I've mentioned this in my previous podcast and subconsciously, I didn't do that this time. So this week, after I finished stuff, I, I think, took 10 minutes before going home to make a list of everything that I did. And that list, I think I shared on my Instagram, I wrote down things like, I researched great newsletters and organisations that relate to XYZ, I looked at certain resources regarding investment opportunities, I demystified some beliefs about the viability of some ideas or the commercialization of others. I read up on some other um, ideas and identified knowledge gaps and how to address them. So I wrote down all these things as a retroactive to-do list and I just wrote down everything that I actually did. Now sometimes I do this with actual <laughs> daily tasks, you know, like when you just want to tick something off your to-do list. So I ended up, I think in the past, when I was trialing out different to-do list apps, I would write down washing up and I tick it just to hear the ding, <laughs> you know, that's quite satisfying at the end. And I guess I was doing that to myself in a way to artificially engineer that feeling of like accomplishment. And I did it and then I ticked off everything in my diary. And you know what? I actually felt really good. It was quite life-changing. And so I've kept that up now. It's been three days since I've done that. And sometimes I don't, um, I think the second day I actually tried to do something different. So I wrote down some things I did do. And then I wrote down some things I wanted to do for the next day. And I didn't always finish off everything in that list, but I'd inevitably find something new and interesting that I didn't foresee. So yeah, I think that is actually going to go a huge way towards myself feeling like I'm achieving things and moving along. Um, Another thing I've been doing in addition to logging what I've done, is also stepping back and seeing my subconscious strategy. So I kind of just follow a bunch of different thoughts and at the end I log it, right? But yesterday I also started mapping out the different strands of thoughts and why I'm feeling pulled in those directions. So what I ended up doing is I drew a mind map and thought about why I was drawn to certain reports, certain articles, and then slowly these categories just came up. So category A was um, what makes a good business? And that's probably one of the main questions I had as I was reading a lot of these articles because I was subconsciously trying to model against what we know is generally um, a good business, maybe looking at the key principles. Obviously, there's no such thing as a perfect um, intangible business, but I guess part of me was trying to make sure that I was setting myself up for success. 
Another category that I saw crystallizing was the category B, which I titled what is um, a real, viable, solvable problem, a social problem. Um, and I realized that a lot of what I was reading in terms of what issues people were were solving, what issues people were facing, I wasn't necessarily going to tackle them all, but it was about um, identifying the landscapes around me because I know that I'm not exposed to everything and this was a way in which I could expand what was unknown to me. Category C was how can I upskill myself and lead in this category? So whether or not it's, I don't know, personal development, business related, skill set related, um, subconsciously I've been looking into where my gaps are in terms of tech or leadership or, you know, finance. And sometimes I'm being drawn to those articles. And then other categories that I wrote down were um, what are some good tools and methods that are being used in certain industries? How are people leveraging certain um, technologies to achieve their goals? Um, and then subcategories within that. Another was um, about creating a personal brand because it's hard for people to understand what you're doing and what you stand for if it's a very new um, journey for yourself. So I guess there was a lot of random things that obviously not random anymore once you put pen to paper. But I think that exercise was very interesting because it helped me really see that I'm not that dumb after all. Maybe I've actually... I don't know, got some kind of strategy and I should give myself more credit. And today I went for a lunch with um, a friend who um, was introduced to me by another good friend and it was great because we were interested in similar areas, we shared some thoughts on um, what the other person might be interested in all over brunch and then I ended up joining her to attend um, a show and tell with other entrepreneurs um, and that was really interesting because I'd heard of the um, incubator I guess and um, I hadn't really thought that I would attend their events because I guess I hadn't I don't know, I, I, I don't think I felt drawn to at that stage. I think I was still very much passionate about my own direction and in some of these incubators they, they have certain themes or missions and I kind of knew that I wanted to focus on my thing and I also felt like maybe I wasn't the right kind of person for it. But either way, I kind of enjoyed being there. I found it really interesting to listen to people's um, ventures and how they were using different tools really to solve problems, how they were making it sustainable and yeah I gave some advice to some other people um, using my own background on the things that they were looking for 
feedback on, such as branding and things. Um, and uh, yeah, someone spoke to me about their venture and I said I'd try to promote it to someone close to me because um, I thought it might be very helpful to them. So there was a lot of kind of organic energy, which I quite like because I remember years ago just the draining feeling of going to networking events where you don't want to be there, the other person doesn't want to be there, you're talking about boring stuff just to get ahead and it all feels very artificial and I feel incredibly lucky to be able to spend time engaging with people um, that I want to. So that was very insightful for me because seeing people in an incubator type environment, I don't even know whether incubator is the right word, I've really not done too much research on the organisations, but um, it's kind of made me see more parallels between myself and these entrepreneurs than I'd really allowed myself to before. So for example, I realise what I'm going through is basically a very primitive version of what these accomplished entrepreneurs are going through. I'm not sure whether or not my idea as it stands now or my focus as it stands now will look entirely the same by the time I get to a finished product. And none of these guys knew either, but they just had support, were connecting with great individuals with different skill sets, they put their ego aside and they were working on something great. And to be honest, that is, you know, my mentality as well. And I think the fact that I've been thinking about some things alone and approaching people and meeting people as an individual, it's often made me feel still very isolated. It's a mental thing, but I've just let myself feel more isolated. And sometimes that isolation makes you feel less legitimate. I think that's the thing. I'm totally fine with some people not understanding what I do or what I'm trying to do. Um, but when you allow yourself to be affected by being so, I don't know, um, feeling so alone, that's where the danger is. The more you contextualize anything, the more um, you can trust your own perception, right? So I guess in a roundabout way, I'm saying that I feel a bit more confident. I feel a bit more legitimate every day. Imposter syndrome is slowly going away. I'm, it's going to take on new forms, but that's all right as well. Um, and so at the end of the day, I wrote to myself that I, I'm kind of incubating myself. I'm trying to self-hatch um, as much as I can, although I wouldn't ever say no to any other kind of growth opportunity. But I guess using that exposure as a way to clarify where I'm at right now, this is what I'm effectively doing for myself. And maybe that makes it easier for me to uh, explain what I'm trying to do. Um, it also gave me a lot of proof of concept of some of the things that I've been thinking about, as well as, you know, the general journey that I'm on. I feel less alone in that, but I also feel very reassured that 
these guys were creating uh, and receiving support for some ideas that I would not necessarily have thought were viable um, or that would receive the kind of support that they did, which I guess it makes me feel like I can trust my own thinking a bit more and I just need to get the right support for those ideas instead of discrediting them because intuitively it feels a bit difficult to um, turn into reality. And yeah, I guess I also found some new ways to um, make those things happen as well. And then at the end of it, I wrote to myself, what could I emulate from these experiences if I don't apply to them myself? And I often apply that kind of thinking to anything that I don't apply to or that, yeah, I don't end up going to. I think, how can I recreate these experiences for myself? So I wrote down the things that I could have benefited from if I had joined those kinds of incubators would be mentorship, community, design, workshop support and general support. And there's so many ways to try and curate a bit of each for yourself. It wouldn't be exactly the same, but I do have that flexibility to try as much as I can in order to, to give myself um, access to this training. So I guess that's been also very helpful. And that's where I am at, really. This happened just a couple of hours ago. Um, I feel like, I don't know, um, I guess not every day should be evaluated in terms of whether or not I'm there yet. But today, I can safely say that I feel more legitimate. I feel more empowered. I feel like I, I can place myself better in the context of other social entrepreneurs. Um, and I feel like I'm just getting a better gauge of the areas that I might be operating in. I think that's been really, really helpful. Um, I kind of find it amusing that not everyone will understand it and I think it'll be a great challenge to try and clarify that. I have family staying with me soon, I have extended relatives coming to stay in, like, or coming to visit in a week or two, so I think it's going to be a challenge to explain that and to explain that in Mandarin. Um, <laughs> Stay tuned, I guess, to the next episode where I talk about that more. Anyway, this has been a long podcast entry, so I apologise for the length. I hope you put this on twice the speed. <laughs> and yeah, thank you very much for listening, and I'll speak to you soon. Bye! You've just been listening to another episode of Becoming Limitless the ever-changing podcast of entrepreneurship and self-discovery, I guess. Ultimately, that's what it's all about. It's about self-discovery and self-actualization. So stay tuned and we'll speak to you soon. Bye!